Welcome back. back. We missed you. It's Gotta Ask with Anna and Paris. You know, your two favorite privileged girls giving their opinions on things that no one asked for. You know, we back. We back and we better than ever. We back. And um, if you've listened to our second episode and you're noticing that we only have one episode available and it says two... It's because Paris and I made a business decision. <laughs> we did. For the Empire. We did. To take down episode mm-hmm. one. It was too raunchy. It was too raunchy. It wasn't really exactly what we had hoped for it to sound we like. We knew we could do better. So that's now down. And honestly, I feel like there's nothing we need to explain that you won't pick up on about us. But there's one super important thing, and that's the title. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Gotta Ask originates from this app called Periscope, and Mm -hmm. Periscope is something Paris and I did a lot freshman year. Paris does it now. It's, like, kind of weird. I love it. Anyways, do you want to tell them what you can do on the app? Yeah, so basically it's, like, FaceTime, but you're only talking in random people. It's like an Instagram Live with random people. With just random people. Yeah, all over the world. And um, one time in freshman year, during freshman year, I did a periscope, <laughs> and somebody asked, point blank, quote, gotta ask, boy or girl, question mark, end quote. Um, and yes, has that phrase haunted me for years? Yes. 100%. And I have, someone told me, they were like, your face is too feminine, mm-hmm. like they had to be joking, and I was like, I really don't think you understand that they weren't. Like, they 100%, they had to ask. Well, the thing is, (laughs) is, like, maybe from, like, the front view, you look feminine, but you get a a glance of the side (laughs) profile, and that's straight I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. The cover art of our our side profiles. mm -hmm. Because if you ever need to humble yourself, just look at yourself um, in it. In this, in a mirror, and like from look the to side the side profile, yeah. exactly. Or what will get you even harder is if you like turn to the side and take a picture of just your side profile. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that really gets you the harsh reality that you it need. is. So when I need to bring down my ego, that's that's what I do. But mm-hmm. we, we, I feel like we need to go over a few more things before we get into this episode. Um, and so we have sent out our second episode to a few people, and. We've gotten some feedback, which we love. Thank um, you. Thank you for that. But I will say one that really cut deep is to say um, someone that Anna is close with said, I think you're close with them. Yeah. Um, they said that we laugh too much at our own jokes. <laughs> and I would say. Not wrong. Not wrong. And so we're going to try and do better. When Anna says something funny, which will be hard. Um in this episode right i will i will try to refrain from laughing and we've also been told to tell more stories oh yeah that was by my brother so but i just feel like we will tell more stories we will do but whether or not they'll be entertaining we don't we know. don't know we don't know oh i actually need to tell you a story anna oh let's hear that it I fart, that just barely happened oh okay so i told my parents i live at my house and i told my parents as i was leaving that i was going to go film a podcast and they both go can we please listen to it and i go mom dad i think it's a little too raunchy for you guys like i don't know if you guys will like it and they go why what do you talk about it 
and I was like, well, do you know what queefing is? Oh, no! <laughs> and so I go up to my room to get my laptop to bring it on over to Anne's house, and I come down, and my mom goes, so it's farting out of your vagina. <laughs> and I go, oh, okay. She goes, yeah, I Googled it. I was like, okay. And they go, why are you talking about that? And I said, it's one of our talents. Anna, don't worry. I didn't, I didn't let them know that it was your talent. I knew you were worried about that. But I did say that if my brother thinks it's okay for them to listen to it, then they can listen to it. So my parents might know oh my that gosh. your talent is queefing. It's literally like Paris may be doing a lot of the technological work, and she may be the one who like writes out our loose scripts for these podcasts. Okay. But God damn it, I am the one telling the stories that put my life, <laughs> your reputation, on taint. the line. Like, come on. Do you know how many people have listened to it and have been like, oh, you can queef on command. It's and I'm just like, thing. shit, I forgot people were going to like, no. listen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the beat at the beginning. Oh, yes. We got to give a shout out to our friend. Um, I don't know if we should say his We're name. We're not going to say his name, but if you look up the Gibster on SoundCloud, it will speak for itself. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you for that. Thank we you. We appreciate the beat. It's fire. That's all oh, I Oh, and say. Paris has right her wrongs. She took me to Cheesecake Factory today. <laughs> she paid me back. But the thing is, is... Which is, this speaks to Anna's character. The bill was expensive. $50, I'm talking. And she Venmo's me money I for it. I had to. She had to. Um, so let's kick off with a nice little story of mine. Okay, we're ready. I come from a big family, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to throw any of them under the bus, but oh my gosh, they give me the best content in the things I could say on this mm-hmm. podcast. If only. But I will not. I will not throw them under the bus. Um, anyways, but one thing is I'm the youngest, and my older siblings really like to play little pranks on me. Mm-hmm. And the two biggest pranks, not pranks, but just like lifelong lies, I believed, were one, I once said on a family trip, I was probably like 12, I was like, I was just talking about the Titanic and how crazy it is that that happened. And my siblings convinced me that the Titanic was just a movie, (laughs) that it didn't happen in real life. And they were like, yeah, everyone who says it happened in real life, it's just a conspiracy theory. Like, it actually never happened. And they demeaned me and made me feel stupid for thinking that I thought it was real. Mm -hmm. And I just went on with life. And it was probably when I was 15. I went three years thinking the Titanic was fake. Mm -hmm. And then I finally learned the hard truth. Now, this second (laughs) one gets me. My older brother told me, and mind you, I actually take interest in the NBA and Mm -hmm. professional sports. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was the one thing, like, I would, like, look up to him about. I'd be like, oh, the Jazz are doing so good, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so obviously he knew I took his word as, like, Bible, and he told me that Bruno Mars's dad was the coach of the Miami Heat, and I believed him full-heartedly. And I remember it, you telling people I, that. And that's the worst part, is I told people. I was yeah. like, fun fact, 
And my freshman year of college, I said that to someone, and they were like, you're wrong. That's not true. And I was like, yes, it is. Google it right now. Google it right now. And imagine my surprise when they pulled up a Google image of Bruno Mars's dad, (laughs) and it is not the coach of the Miami Heat. Not. I wonder what Bruno's Mars's dad actually does. He looks nice. Like, he's an older guy. He's like Maybe a pastor? He could be. Yeah. But all I got to say is 24K magic. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it's called? I don't know. Wow. Now that... That your guys' family, I wish I could talk about your guys' family because it is very interesting. Because I have like an impartial view because I just watch everything family, that, that yeah. goes on in your family. Um, I definitely want to do an episode about our childhood because me and Anna both were similar children, crazy, crazy kids, that's for sure. Yeah, um. So I, what I do is I write down things that happen throughout the week that I want to remember and talk about. And this week or this past, the past few days, Anna texted me um, and I quote, do you think anyone will ever love me? And what I responded as was probably not. So I want to come on here and tell you, I think someone will love you. Okay. The thing is, it hasn't happened yet. It has not. Well, I mean. Who do you think loved me? you yeah oh thanks <laughs> i don't know i'm sure one day someone will love me but like i cannot picture my life like with someone being like yes i will marry you, I will marry you. and that's not like for a pity party like no, I, I know that i'm an extremely difficult person to get along with mm. i think you're getting down on yourself i think no but it's just because we're such similar people that what Mm -hmm. i say doesn't offend you but other people are so easily offended by me so you're saying i'm also a difficult person to get along no you just understand me yeah that's true anyways i think you'll find love yeah (laughs) not (laughs) (laughs) you got me you got me with that one oh we you just laughed at your own joke so i just want to say point for me negative for anna (laughs) that's what this is for real though but oh anna i started started, my job yeah my job paris's job (laughs) it's been really good i actually really like it Mm -hmm. um my training group doesn't talk at all we just all sit in the room and we're silent so i got the sharer group so i like know everything about everyone in my group and i got the other type of people who are not sharers and let me say i'm grateful for the group i was given yeah because I feel like personally, I'm not a sharer, but I am a listener. And I love to listen to people tell me about their lives. I love that. Yeah. What would you say, like, a big pet peeve of yours is? Just because, like, someone in my group cracks their knuckles. And yeah, that's, that's a so, big pet peeve of That's mine. so hard for me. I mean, like, the obvious, you know. Chewing. Chewing. Yeah. So bad. Breathing. Loud breathers. Is really hard. Um, I think something... You know, with this whole coronavirus thing, what really, like, just, I'm like, what's going through your mind? When people will wear their masks, but they won't cover <laughs> their, nose. their nose. I'm like, yeah, that defeats the entire purpose. Like, what? Yeah. Um. So that one gets me. But, I, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of things bother me. Probably my number one thing, which, you know, this is going to get a little deep real quick, is probably dishonesty. You know, I feel like that's, like... The number one thing that bothers me. Oh. Yeah. 
we really took a, a turn to the left. Um, dishonesty bugs me, but I'd say, like, if we're talking about a deep pet peeve, mm-hmm. mine is people who, like, just can't take responsibility for their actions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I would way rather be upset with someone and they say, I take accountability, yeah. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. than someone, like, justify inappropriate behaviors over oh, and over okay. and over just again. don't see. You know, like, wrong. there's something um, important about saying I was in the wrong, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but there's nothing noble in arguing your case when you were in the wrong. True. And that you can quote, put on posters. My name is Anna Rowe. You get the vibes. A-N-N-A. <laughs> um, oh, so I did want to talk about for our serious segment. Okay. Um, this November, and I think primaries open up in a few days for mm-hmm. um, local governors, senators, whatever your state is up for. Um, I do want to say, everyone, go out, go vote. Um, I know a lot of people, especially young people, don't like politics or not necessarily like it, but don't think it applies to them. But this is so important that we all vote. With everything going on in the world right now, we have to show up for other people. We cannot Mm -hmm. let our ignorance harm other people anymore. Mm -hmm. We have to. Yeah. There's this thing that I learned in economics, and it's called rational ignorance. And I believe it kind of so I believe it where the fact is you know with this day and age whatever you want to call it um there's so many news outlets if you're getting every like every single thing like politically from Twitter and you're believing all of that (laughs) you know um I feel like it's not worth it because there's a lot of misconception on there and a lot of dishonesty so that's where this term rational ignorance comes in where it's like the cost of getting the information is higher than the cost of the of what the information is worth. There's just, you know, so much white noise or whatever you want to call it. And so it's hard to know your what actually is true and what's not. Yeah, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say for anyone who cares at all, the most unbiased news outlet that I have found personally mm-hmm. is Associated Press. <laughs> no, Associated Press mm-hmm. or AP. Um, but with that being said, I always like to look at everything. Yeah, if I read important. something on AP, I'll go read the same story on Fox and I'll yeah. go read the same story on CNN. And somewhere between all those things, you can form your own opinion. Yeah, I think that's important. I really do. Um, is there, you know, I'm just thinking of my brother listening to this, and I just want a story to be told. Is there anything that, you know, you can think of? Oh, maybe we could talk about what happened over our weekend. What happened? Well, you said something really funny. You want to say that? (laughs) (laughs) Or is that too wrong? Okay. I'll say it. (laughs) Okay. So, I was at a little event, Mm -hmm. and I was just hanging out with people, you know, as a little (laughs) having fun. And I was sitting on a couch, and there were two people. There was two sets of people. There was people in the living room on the couch, and then there were people in the kitchen. And people in the kitchen were talking, and someone next to me was like, oh, so-and-so over there is talking about how they <laughs> jerk off with their left <laughs> hand. And I was like, oh, cool. 
And then in my mind, I was like, <laughs> I took out both my hands. <laughs> and I looked at them. And I thought I would put on a show for everyone. So I go, left hand, you did me well at 2 p.m. Right hand, it is your time to shine. <laughs> and that's what I did. <laughs> and... People laugh really hard, but, like, I don't think it was something like, oh, she's funny. I think it was, like, where are we dropping her off because she is not okay. Uh, um, but, yeah, and then, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. But, really, it's, like, can someone write in and tell me, like, do you have to make that kind of decision? Yeah, is it an everyday? You look down and you say. Do you like to balance it out? Like, right hand, uh, left yeah. hand, switch it out? See, I don't know. I feel like people get their favorites and, you know, it's, like, what just fits right what what's better true you know (laughs) oh actually this is important this is really important um recently we're yeah we're gonna talk about masturbation okay oh okay okay (laughs) here we go you know I feel like yeah people do it whatever um so we have a friend and he was telling us the amount of times that he masturbates per day and I thought it was, like, an astronomically, like, insanely huge number. Yeah, we've get, we've gotten, we've tried to do our research, and we've yeah. gotten conflicting viewpoints uh-huh. on how often it's okay yeah, to so do so. Yeah, so some people, he, I think he said around six times a day? No, three. Three? Okay, okay. And, then, and then we asked someone else. And they said, like, once, once every so, two weeks. Yeah. And then we asked another person, and they said three again. Okay, I thought one was six. Are you sure? Yeah. You know what? This is off topic, Uh but it's like people don't care when you talk about masturbation for guys because it's normal, but girls are so shamed for it. You know what Uh, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you're so weird. Uh Maybe it's not like that other places, but we grew up in Utah, and girls are not expected to have any kind of sexual desire. Or any aspirations to do anything <laughs> except get married. Facts. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's just, like, the culture I've observed. Yeah. What about you? Um, I've never really, like, even, like, had that conversation with any girl before. Like, it's never even just, like, been That's on true. my mind. Yeah, I've I never agree. been, like, oh, I would love to pleasure myself right yeah. now. That's never been something to come up in my own mind. So I feel like when I do talk about masturbation, just because I've never wanted to do it to myself, really. Um, except when I watched. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? When I watched all three Fifty Shades of Grey in one sitting, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Maybe I'll consider. <laughs> You'll consider. Um, I didn't, but you know. Anyways, that's just my own thought. Yeah. Um, another episode we can talk about how weird the culture in Utah, especially mm-hmm. our high school, was about oh my spe- gosh. specifically towards women. Yeah. Um, um, one time Paris and I went to Cabo, <laughs> and not just Paris and I, but our whole friend group. And I'm mm-hmm. saying this because I'm thinking of the story. Yeah. And um, one of my friends, we were all hanging out, and we all got like physically violent with each other. We were fighting, yeah. and I like we finally like calmed down and I sat down and one of our friends like lifted my shirt up (laughs) and she thought like 
she thought it would be funny. Like, she thought I had a bra on, but I didn't. And my boobs plopped out. And I seriously don't have a lot of shame in this world. So I didn't care until I saw the white of everyone's. Like, every person's face was like, oh, my God. Like, secondhand embarrassment. And then my friend goes, sorry, Annie, I didn't know you were wearing a bra. Like, every single person always talks about that. And I swear I don't get embarrassed easily, but no. I've shared every mortifying moment with you guys so far in my yeah, life. That exactly. and the... Uh, like, yeah. your story. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm sure I do stuff like that, too. But I think I'm just so, like... It just goes over my head. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, recognize what I'm doing is embarrassing. So and would, I just forget about it. Would now be a good time to bring up my virginity <laughs> yeah it's always a good time to bring up so anna is the only, only virgin at asu mm-hmm. the only one the only one that's why they actually let her in she got the virgin scholarship <laughs> yeah it's a full ride and then on graduation day they give you a condom <laughs> and they say go get them tiger <laughs> but the only the only deal to keep the scholarship money mm-hmm. each semester is that you have to remain celibate. Exactly. exactly. But the thing is, they give it to people who they know will never exactly. have sex. Exactly. They just know. They just know. <laughs> yeah, so why, why did you want to bring that up? You just thought that that was I, something that the viewers Well, we brought it know. up in the first episode. Yeah, we wanted to reinstate. Oh, we do need to bring up another thing that we brought up in the first episode that we unfortunately deleted. But maybe for the better, I don't know. Um, and that is WID. What, what you do. do. So Paris and I play this game with each mm-hmm. other where we give each other, like, the most insane scenarios we can think of. Mm-hmm. And then we say WID, and the other person has to give us the reaction they would do. So yeah. we thought it would be a fun segment for this show mm-hmm. to allow our viewers to write in and tell us um, a situation in their life. Mm-hmm. Or even it, a made-up one. Or you can make it up, whatever. Um, and then end it with a WYD, and we will give you our best uh-huh. advice. So you guys are more than welcome. I say you guys like there's more than three people watching. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just going to say it. Um, you guys, feel free to follow us on Instagram or however you want to write it. If you want to write it in the comments for everyone to see or if you want to DM it, you know. We also have an email. Gottaask at gmail.com. Let's do that. G-O-T-T-A-A-S-K at gmail.com. So we actually don't have an email. We don't have an email. (laughs) And as I said that, I was like, God, I hope that username (laughs) isn't taken because how embarrassing. So we don't have an email up yet. We'll make an email. But next episode, we'll make an email. We'll let you guys know. And please submit your WYDs. Mm -hmm. I would appreciate it. And you know, the second we're done with this, I'm going to get on Periscope and I'm going to plug this shit up. I love it. I love it. Um, I, I oh wait, what were you, you gonna got, say? You no, got. I was gonna say I think we should both be vulnerable and talk about our love lives. Oh yeah, this <laughs> this is good. This is really good. This kind of fades in. Do you know who Guy Raz is? Yes, I am. This so has been NPR <laughs> with Guy Raz. <laughs> Oh, I built it.
Wow! <laughs> um, do not come for my man, okay? I love him. I love him, too. So, he, like, you have your, whatever, your TV show that you like to watch. Josh Lyman? Yeah, you have Josh Lyman, and well, I like, have Guy Raz. Are you physically attracted to him? I don't know what he looks like. Oh, you just don't want to ruin that for me. I you. don't, but his voice, there's he something about voice. his voice. I'm and sorry, like, I just made fun of it. <laughs> there's something about his voice and, like, the question he asks. I'm like, he always asks the questions that I have in my head. And then wow, you guys it. just might be soulmates, Exactly Paris. what I'm saying, Have Guy you Raz. ever heard of Guy Fury? <laughs> Did I say it wrong? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was Guy Ferrari. <laughs> so I don't know who's in the wrong. <laughs> well, it's not F-I-E-R-I. But I don't know why you got the Rari. <laughs> Wow. Gosh. Okay, let's 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 bring it back into our own personal life. So lives. my love life is not existent. It's desolate. It is I bare. kind of have this thing where I make up relationships mm-hmm. in my mind. It's happened mm-hmm. like all of last like semester of college, mm-hmm. spring and fall. Yeah. It happened where I literally was like, oh, this like I like kind of convinced myself that somebody liked me. Turns mm-hmm. out I'm just another Snapchat streak <laughs> they need to cross off the list. And it looks as if that the is thing happening is, again. No, no. And the thing is, is this person... The mystery man? Yes, the mystery man. Let me tell you. He did everything to make you believe that he liked you. So you are not in the wrong. That is on him, for oh, sure. Oh, from, like, last semester. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's all on him. That's... Yeah, I don't think you should be like, oh, I made this up. But I have had... I do make up things in my head. Like, when I'm falling asleep, I'm like, I just wish I was, you know, in love. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm really, I, that was really a joke. To preface how Paris is versus how I am, Mm -hmm. Paris could open her Snapchat at any time and have, like, four Snapchats from, like, different guys. When I open my Snapchat, it's my siblings' <laughs> Snapchat group just blown up, and then everything else is desolate. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't oh, even know how God. these men hit your line, because sometimes I get left on delivered for, like, three days. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is, I'm definitely a better texter than I am at Snapchat, but I've been better, you know, with this whole okay coronavirus i need to tell everyone what i'm looking at right now (laughs) paris has flip-flops that are butterflies and each different flip-flop is another wing they're beautiful they're so beautiful and that's when i say (laughs) that's when i say if you say mariposa is that what you it is. <laughs> to, to clarify, we just high fived. <laughs> Mariposa. Oh. I love it. I really love it. Um, but yeah, no, my my love life. I say I don't even call it a love life. I call it a, a maybe like a daily like a, a daily crush. Maybe yeah. it's like a day you move on. A yeah. day you move on. And see, mine is like someone Snapchats me and says good morning streak and I'm like this is the man that loves me this is the guy that might fall for me this is and you know you're not wrong you never know Mm. and for that I will be snapchatting you good morning streak tomorrow (laughs) you're so so welcome but we do but before this ends we do need to say a few things about Channing Tatum (laughs) oh my gosh 
My man has been done so dirty. So dirty. So dirty. In like, okay, Magic Mike, so dirty. But the, I was thinking about this. In every single movie he plays, his fits are so bad. What, who dresses him? I don't know. And in real life, he's fine. He's yeah, just a regular yeah, a guy regular that wears jeans, what he wants. T-shirt, you know. But seriously, guys, go watch the second Magic Mike, mm-hmm. and please tell me why it looks like Channing Tatum got in a physical altercation <laughs> where someone grabbed like the like neck part of his shirt and stretched it out. Like, <laughs> Every I don't child get would it. Fight I ever. do not get it. Um, oh and my gosh. yes, I've seen both Magic Mikes. Mm-hmm. I am a simple girl, and who hasn't? Exactly. It is what it is. It's a great storyline, you know. Yeah. Um. Also, but. Even in Step Up, in Step Up, he is dressed so badly. It's, like, the cargo shorts and the tank top and, like, a fucking bandana hanging out of his back pocket. (laughs) And it's, like, I guess maybe that was the style in that era. But, like, it is not the look for him. It is not it. Channing, I'm so sorry I just ripped into your style. No, it's his stylist. He's fine on his own. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's a good way to end End this podcast, (laughs) Channing. This has been so fun. I was kind of sad earlier, and I I didn't want to do this, but here we are. are. I feel better. Do you feel better? Yeah, I don't know how much people will like this, but I. If you've made it this far, love you. God bless America. God bless America. Register to vote. Go vote, and if you don't.